the DBN Network, Browns fans talking to Browns fans. Welcome to the DBN Longtable. Uh, this is getting recorded on October 6th. Uh, week 5 of the NFL season is tomorrow, or start, well, uh, the Saturday, the Sunday of week 5 of the NFL season is tomorrow. And uh, I'm your host, Gin and Tonic, and with me is my good buddy, Forth. Welcome aboard, Forth. Hey, how you doing? Good, man. Very good. Um, I guess uh, we'll start by talking about week four, uh, Browns uh, Raiders. And uh, there's really only one thing to say about that game, and it's uh, the refs totally screwed us. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I... You know, I, I, there was a few. You know, there's more than a few questionable calls. I know. I know that uh, people are saying, well, there was an early whistle on the the Lynch fumble, uh, the the Lynch play, so that cancels out the Miles strip sack that would have been probably taken back for a touchdown. But I think if you watch enough of the video, you know that um, there was five or six Browns like in camera shot of where Lynch was stopped. Uh, they all let go. You know, the, the two guys that were holding him. I think it was uh, Schobert. And uh, might have been Kirksey. Um, they let go as soon as the whistle blew. But there was plenty of Browns around him. He wasn't going to score. He probably would have picked up a couple more yards. But it wasn't, you know, it wasn't a, a, a game-changing whistle. Um, the NFL has actually come out and said that the whistle, that, uh, the whistle on the strip sack was a mistake. Um, it definitely cost the Browns strip sack, a fumble, and probably what would have been a touchdown. Um, Needless to say, we did score on that on the ensuing punt, and and uh, so we would have scored anyway. But I think it's a momentum thing more than anything else, and it's it kind of just plays into the whole. The refs have done a terrible job this season um, narrative that it's basically going around, and it's I wouldn't say it's just us. Uh, plenty of teams are, are, are have enough complaints to say about the, the NFL, but I can I can specifically say right now that the NFL is uh, the refs have basically made two. Very big calls that have cost us games. Um, clearly, the uh, the issue with the spot in Oakland where they're piecing together cameras to see where this guy is lined up, and there's no natural way. You know, I do I do a lot of photography. I don't do a lot of video, but I do know that there is really it's almost impossible to get two natural angles to line up and get yourself a real, true, traditional line where six or you know, six or seven inches would have made a difference. It, there is no, you know, I think that that's one of those things. It's got to be clear cut. The guy was down, and you can see the ball is down a half, you know, a half a yard short of where where it was spotted. There is no view of that uh, on the overturn. I'm going to um, go as far as the only way that you can turn that call, reverse it, is that if you have a malicious intent, because otherwise you just don't do that. You're there's not- no. Yeah, there's no evidence. That that was the problem. There wasn't enough evidence. I could see if, it, like I said, I could see if his knee was down and he got back up and moved, and they didn't blow the whistle, and then they spotted it based off that. But basically, where he went down is where the ball was, and there was really no way to to adjust that um, based off what the evidence that they had. Um, and I just don't that, get it. So that was on the level of of the uh, Bottlegate game. Yeah, um, I mean that's it, that that was an atrocious call. It shouldn't have been made. And it's it wasn't even the right call to make. It it was just a horrible, horrible call. And I I'm not sure. <clears throat> sorry, I'm not sure if I should be happy or sad about it. But 
regardless of all these scores, we still should have won the goddamn game. No, I, I, I will not disagree with you there. Um, but, but it's, you know, it's, it was atrocious because, uh, I mean, this was clearly a horrible call with, I think, I just, I just can't imagine that they burned having, that they didn't make that call with an agenda in mind. I, I was furious. Yeah, I mean, and, I, and, 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 they, and they are lucky that this didn't happen at First Energy Stadium, yeah. and I wasn't in attendance because I would have been running down the stairs or whatever, throwing whatever is in my hands, shouting in every language that I know, and just having to be held back by security because that was. That was highway robbery, what they did there. Yeah. And not just that call, but the non-calls on Miles Garrett. I mean, what, what, what do the tackles and or guards and or tight ends have to do with the guy for him to finally get a goddamn holding call? Yeah, he, I, I, he is held shocked. so often and so blatantly and, and he still affects the game, which is amazing. And, and he never punched anyone like he did in college. I don't know if you remember it, but yeah. LSU, he, he strangled on LSU. I think he, it was a tight end, whatever. Um, so there was that call. There was the uh, non-calls on Garrett. The non-call on that punt return where there was a block in the back. The same thing that Myers did that was blatant, that everybody could see it, except the referees for some odd reason, and it was right, almost right where the ball was. I mean, it was it was at the point of attack. I mean, that that, that and I don't, and I don't then, know who it was, but we would that was the guy who would have made the play. They pick up fifteen or twenty yards, and that's what ended up allowing them to kick the field goal. And uh, the. Uh, Unsportsmanlike conduct, non-call on uh, Lynch. On Lynch, yeah. I think that was an appeasement non-call because they, I think they felt like they blew the whistle too early, but it doesn't matter. You, you still have to make that call. You can't let the guy uh, showboat like that. Like, I mean, that's showing the refs up. You know, like nobody on the Browns did anything like that. And considering the calls that we got this week, I think that that, you know, like, I mean – by all rights, Hyde could have run out on the field after they he didn't have the first down and, and and started an argument with the referee because that was just like I said, completely completely bullshit. Um, so uh, I, I, know, I, I I think what one thing that bothered me uh, in 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 kind of the history of our bad cause was when Duke and and I know that I probably shouldn't go back like a year, but. The, when Duke had the ball in his hand and he was like four feet away from the pile where the uh, referee was signaling the uh, uh, Redskins ball. Yes. And he did not protest. And I'm not sure if that was because the referee that signaled the Redskins ball was female, but he should have been livid. I, I didn't understand why he was so... Non-reactive to 
one of the worst calls in the history of professional sports. I will. I'll, I'll say one thing I do notice, and it's and it goes beyond just the Browns. I think for the most part, football players don't argue calls with the referees like they do in other sports. Like you watch, if you were to sit down, I know you're an avid baseball fan, and. Of course. Uh, Yep. Uh, and if you were to sit down and watch, I mean, guys complain about everything, the pitches, uh, you know, they beat a throw out. Or, I mean, there's guys argue about they, – they look for things to argue about. Uh, basketball is no different. Um, you know, you got guys that, that – I mean, they're in the ref's ear from the moment that the game starts to the, to the moment it's over. Um, hockey, not as much, uh, but still enough. Um, but I mean, football, you don't see guys argue calls, you know, you don't, you know, you might see somebody talking to a ref asking a question if they did something wrong, but it's not like, you know, I've seen guys in baseball games, I mean, guys get thrown out for, for complaining about things, you know, like that was a ball, that was a strike or whatever. You, you never see it in football because it's just, it's, it's almost never done. Um, you know, I, you know who, you know who you see doing the, uh, the two worst prima donna positions. Oh, wide the, receivers. Uh, yeah, and cornerbacks. Um, I would say cornerbacks, right? Because you know th those are the two that are signaling for flags. Yeah, and corners. The, the I would say corners too. They they get pissed off when they see a flag thrown, even if they you know committed the penalty. Well, right. I mean, you have to protest when you get that call. Plus, they never care, never get, almost never get uh, the receiver called on on blatant. Yeah, yeah. I, I will say this. Um, this this week, you know, like we, we really haven't even talked about the game. We're gonna we've, we focus on the refs. You know what? All that aside, this is a game that we should have won. Uh, we put up 42 points. Um, you know, Baker had a pretty good game. He had he did have the four turnovers. Um, I think that when you go back and look at them, uh, and this isn't me being a Baker, you know, a Baker Homer or whatever it is, uh, you know, clearly the first, the first interception wasn't a great throw, but you know, it was a deflection off a of wide receiver's hands. Uh, um, well, well, uh, Callaway slipped. Yeah. No, uh, he did. And that side of the field, uh, from, from the, uh, from the TV broadcast, that was like the upper side of the field. The the uh, left side as we were heading down mm -hmm. uh, that that part of the field I mean not just we slipped there but uh, Raiders players slipped there too so sure. this was uh, awful in terms of uh, a groundskeeping job or whatever it's called I mean the, the field was horrible yeah e even for even for an open outside stadium that was awful. So yeah. I don't bust Callaway's ass for uh, sleeping there. But um, he, even though, uh, um, I don't know, it, I feel like if he wasn't a rookie, he he would have done something more to at least make it an incomplete pass. Like he, he I feel like a, a, a more experienced wide receiver might have had uh, more of a presence of mind to, I don't know, do something. Yeah, Not I mean, that it be intercepted. I don't feel like that was Baker's fault. Um, the the most atrocious thing that we did, or rather didn't do, was uh, not going for it on fourth and inches. Yeah, I mean, um, I, I, that's that's a that's a, a great great you know point here is that we didn't have the the gumption to just you know 
Whatever. And, and uh, the same guy decided not to go for it on four inches on a QB sneak or whatever that um, went for it on four and six. Um, what, what else he did? I, I, he, he did something else. Um, I, he, we went for it on four down, not just once, but like, I don't know, two, three times. Um, like we, he, he, he had balls all game long. And when there was this critical moment, he shed his pants. Yeah, I mean, I, and I and I know that it's easy for me to talk because it's not my livelihood that kind of hangs in the balance. But um, I mean, four inches, the game is on the line. If you can't get three inches, then you've already lost the goddamn game. So yeah. let's just get it over with. Yeah, I mean, I, I think. I think exactly. I'm, I'm with you 100%. I, I, I don't understand why we didn't go for it. Um, and and I, JD on the forums, I'm sorry. Today I'm, I'm terrible. I'm interrupting you all the time. I'm sorry. Go ahead. But um, even, if, even if you don't make it, which I would say is unlikely, I mean, the middle of our line could, could have gotten that push and then, I don't know, Chubb or Hyde could have pushed, uh, even though that's kind of illegal, but every team does it. Uh, pushed Mayfield a bit further to get those inches, sure. and then it's game over, man. I mean, yep. it's it's in our hands, yep. and and you, uh, the we, game we is more. The game is more in your hands when you are on offense, and the ball is actually in your hands. Uh, you can't really leave it to the defense. I don't care how good your defense is. The, the game is not really in your hands when you're on defense. So. I, that we just we just let it slip away and make it so that the uh, referees could influence the game with two huge calls and yeah. uh, a bunch of non calls and it was atrocious and 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 what's more infuriating or, or rather it kind of compounds that it's 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 been like this all year long these four games that we have played, and not just these four games, but I mean, as long as I've been watching the Browns, which is more than a decade now, it's it's always been like this. Zero respect from, from the refs. The uh, top ten worst calls would have like at least five Browns calls. And I don't know how the Raiders dare to uh, because I've heard a lot of their fans say that, oh, the, the Raiders always get the better. Come on, man. Your first championship was on a horrible, goddamn awful call against the Patriots in 76. So you have all you got, all you have, especially since back in the Madden days, they were known cheaters, right? Yeah, I mean they're the most penal. I mean, there's a reason they're always the most one of the most penalized teams in the NFL. So and I mean, I mean they 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 cheated. They flat out cheated. They 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 uh, uh, cheated with the clock in, during home games. Uh, they cheated with those uh, casts that they had on their arms uh, on defensive players. Uh, holy roller! I mean, honestly, that was a throw. Should, shouldn't have counted. If you remember that, 
That was that was awful. I mean, how how many such games the Raiders had, and then then they get jobbed With against the, the Patriots. Yeah. yeah, which I agree was that was a crime. Uh, and ever since then, they have this this kind of Im- imaginary persecution thing against them, which is horseshit. The most <laughs> the most unfairly penalized team in the NFL is the Browns without a shadow of a doubt. Well, I mean, I, I, I will say that there could be a little bit of, uh, a little bit of bias, but uh, no I, mean, bias I can roll. I can roll. I'm, I can... I'm the most objective person on the planet. Uh, I mean, I, I, guess, I guess I should have known that. Um, <laughs> the, uh, I guess, you know, so... Uh, our, our compatriots over at uh, at the absolute ten and six put a lot of this on the defense. Uh, I'm not ready to do that. Um, we obviously gave up uh, a pick six to start the game, so we were down six points without the defense even stepping on the field. Um, then you had two turnovers inside the red zone, one inside the three yard line. Uh, the the defense was put in bad spots all game. The, uh, our special teams was awful again. Um, you know, we had two nice. Uh, the Raiders had two very nice punt returns. One uh, and the one in overtime where there was clearly a block in the back that was not called. Uh, there was actually no replay of that shown either. I don't know if you caught that, but while you were watching the game, but there was no replay of that shown um, at all. So. The uh, to me the 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 defense was put in bad spots all game. That now they didn't make a big play when they needed to at the end of the fourth quarter. Um, you know that's something to be said. But at the same point, they were on the field quite a bit. Uh, the offense when they did score, they scored quick. The two the two runs by Chubb. Um, you know a couple really nice drives that 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 Mayfield put together. Uh, overall, I, you know I think I think you know it's just one of those games where you know one or two things didn't go our way. But we played, you know, we played well enough to win again. Uh, we should have won. And, you know, we made a couple mistakes. I'm, I'm hoping this is one of those things where we learn a lot from this game. And they come out pissed off this week, uh, you know, and, you know, this week's opponent is, is, you know, is a team that we should be pissed off at all the time. Uh, you know, we got Baltimore in first energy. Uh, they're coming off a big win against Pittsburgh. Uh, they're, you know, a... Three and one, first place in the division, and and um, you know, there's always you know, there's always going to be tension between the Browns and the Ravens. Are they? Are they first place in the division? Aren't the Bengals in first place? I guess Bengals are in first, right? Well, I don't know. One of them is. When it comes down to it, it the standings wise, it, it could be you know either percentage points or or uh, I'll check it in a second. But all all things said, they're probably one of the hotter teams. Their defense has been excellent. Uh, they still haven't given up a second half touchdown. Um, I won't say Flacco looks elite because he's never really looked elite except for like that four or five game stretch. But he's playing well. Um, he has for the first time. In two years, uh, competent NFL receivers, specifically guys that that fit what he likes to do, um, getting John Brown uh, just so he could have a guy that he could just throw the ball up and have him run under it was a uh, a big move for them. Uh, even though Brown's not a great receiver, he's a good guy who just happens to fit exactly what they do. Now they have you know Crabtree, so they have a guy who's got good hands and can make plays. It's it's a better team 
offensively than it was, and the defense is just it's just good. You know, it's it's always been pretty good, and uh, they were excellent last week. I happened to catch most of the the Steelers game. Um, and in the second half, they were—I mean—they were just stifling. They were everywhere, and and Ben couldn't do anything. Um, overall, I think this is a tough matchup for us. And uh, I don't know. I, what are your thoughts going into the game? Well, this this is going to be our biggest challenge yet, and uh, I'm not optimistic that we are going to get away f- with a victory. And um, I mean, every team is beatable. I just don't like our chances here. Uh, especially since they are good in every phase of the game. And we are still kind of on the road of figuring out things, like when to fire Amos Jones, which should have been Before week we one. Yep. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I mean, how, how do you hire the worst... No, no. I, I don't even want to get into it. Like, the, why? How? The irony of this whole thing is that uh, Tape, Chris Tabor is now in Chicago, and they have the highest-rated PFF uh, special teams. And I, I didn't want to, you know, poke the bear there, but I figured I'd just let you know. Yeah, I mean, but the Bears also have a Hungarian coach, oh. so that kind of explains everything. <laughs> why they are doing so well. Is that what it is? <laughs> yeah, it's it's what it is. Okay. So and no nobody can pronounce the guy's name right. I have the same family name by the way. Nagy. Yeah, Nagy. It's Nudge, people. It's Nudge. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I was doing a little research into um uh you know the Ravens, specifically their defense. Um and since uh, Jim Harbaugh's been the coach, uh the Ravens have destroyed rookie quarterbacks. They have um they have the lower lowest passer rating against uh, the Ravens rookie course, rookie starting quarterbacks, and uh, they've thrown the most interceptions since uh, Harbaugh's taken over. Um, the other thing is they are fifteen and five against rookie quarterbacks. So uh, yeah, I mean it's, yeah, it's, it's the the only thing that I, I'll look at with a little bit of uh, you know it, it's it, I would say our rookie quarterback is different than any other rookie quarterback, and I'm not talking about. You know, talent-wise, I, I think he obviously has an extremely high level of talent. I just think that his he's mature in a sense that most rookies aren't. You know, he's a he was a you know he played for four years in college. He had that redshirt year uh, when it, with the transfer. Um, so you know, this isn't a, this isn't a kid. You know, he's I mean, he's a kid, but in the same sense, he's 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 much more experienced than you know your typical two-year starter at a at a college that that you know you know jumped in. It's, he's not. He's not in the Sam Darnold role, you know. He's not a guy who's going to walk into this, um, you know, with significantly less experience than 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 you know than he's had. You know, Baker's got four years, you know, four years starting quarterback at, at you know at major colleges, um, you know, and, and you know he's a guy that that that's just smart. You know, so I don't, I don't consider him the traditional rookie. I don't think, I don't think there's been a guy like this in, a, in the in the league in a long time to just come in with the experience and the, uh, you know, the number of starts that he's had and, you know, just 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 the the knowledge base that he has of, of how to play quarterback. Um, he doesn't do it like most of the other guys that are probably on that list. I haven't gone through and see, seen who the exactly the 15 are, but obviously uh, two of them are Kaiser. 
Uh, one of them is Kessler. Um, so, you know, right off the bat, you know, that you're not, you're not really inspiring confidence with when you start throwing names out there like that. Um, I'm, I'd have to go through the list and see well, who the five winners are, but I, I could be honest and, and I don't, um, well, I think one of them is Whedon. Uh, I'm sure one of them has to be Whedon. You're right. Uh, uh, we, we, uh, I think, I think uh, that was his second game after he threw four interceptions against Philadelphia. Philadelphia, yeah. And then, and then we won in Pittsburgh, I think. And he threw for like 220 or 250 something yards, and we kind of had a sort of a a smidgen of hope. I think he threw for two touchdowns. I think Gordon had a big one in that game, if I remember correctly. I could be remembering wrong, but that wouldn't be the first time. I uh, I, I look at this game um, as this is a tough one for us. I, I you know I, we're going to have to get. Here's the thing: is the one thing about Flacco is he he does he'll hold the ball a little bit. So we'll be you know we need to get pressure. That's going to be yeah, the key. One of the things that um, the, the Raiders did as well as anybody is they negated the rush as well as they possibly could. And still, um, I mean, in three games, um, Carr was sacked five times. And against us, he was sacked three times and really should have been sacked four times. Uh, At least one more. They, They pulled the one away. Right, right. I just, I just wanted to say, um, you know, uh, I wanted to kind of uh, take away like the four holes that. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. I mean, that, you know, just the four that I've seen that that were blatant and and held up one of our rushers long enough so that he could get the ball away. I mean, I mean, he threw the ball those, most of those balls away in less than two and a half seconds. So he he. Carr did extremely well in putting the ball out of his own hands, really, which is the worst place to be. But, uh, I mean, when our defense is uh, getting on you. But um, also what benefited them was that Mitchell got hurt so they could target carry all the way. Yep. That's going to be a problem. That's going to be a problem this week. You know, that's going to uh, be... Well, we, we have... Uh, we have uh, brought McKinnon up. Yes, and I, a lot of us liked him in the pre- in the preseason. Yes, yes, and he was best buddies with Mitchell. Yeah, am I saying Mitchell right? I'm, yeah, I'm Mitchell, terrible right. with names. No. And uh, but right now I think uh, Gaines is CB two, so not carry. So that's that's something that I see as a kind of a positive, and hopefully, hopefully, um, this kind of resolves itself. There was another guy that we added to the practice squad. Uh, forgot his name. I'm awful with names, but um, he was a guy that we got from the I think the Cowboys' uh, practice squad. Can you kind of look it up? I'm looking it up. Go ahead. Arian Springs, cornerback. He looks like he was with the Chiefs for a little while. Yep. Okay, so we kind of worked in the background. 
to shore up our defensive backs. And speaking of defensive backs, uh, the, the player I'm most worried about is their free safety, the Ravens' uh, free safety. Uh, Weddle. Yep. Yeah, because I mean, that's a very good free safety. Uh, he's a smart. He's a, just a smart player. Very, very smart player. Yes, and um, but, uh, I think if <clears throat> if if uh, Mayfield is going to struggle, it's going to be because of either him or because Suggs will start feasting on, on someone Harris. on the line. Yeah. Yeah, I, I could I could see that too. Um, offensively, I think look, it's going to be. I mean, they gave they gave the Steelers all kinds of fits this week. So, if I'm the Browns, what do I do? I run the ball. I just try and force it. I force the issue. I don't care. I give. I'm giving. I'm handing the ball off to Chubb 12, 13 times, maybe more than that. I'm giving Hyde 15, 20 carries. I'm getting the ball in Duke's hands as much as I can. And it's not because I don't trust Mayfield. I just think that that's what the, the, the way to beat the Ravens is to wear them down. Um, run the ball up the gut. Make people not want to tackle you. And then play action. I, I mean, they do, they do have a lot of injuries in the uh, linebacker. Yeah, but I don't think anybody's out. When I, ju- I just read the injury report, they, you know, they don't, I didn't see anybody, key guys that were out. A couple oh, of guys are questionable. But. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm not looting for injuries, but uh, it seems yeah. like we can't catch a break. Well, I, I was reading the injury report uh, actually not too long ago, and I'll tell you right now, um, you know, there, there really doesn't seem like you know, two guys they have out. They have two cor- uh, an outside linebacker out, Tim Williams, and uh, one of their corners, uh, but not not starters. You know, just guys that are they're gonna. You know, I I don't I don't see this as like where we're gonna you know pick somebody. We're gonna you know we're gonna attack you know weakness. Um, I do know that Brandon Carr is questionable, but he'll probably play. Although he hasn't been uh, one of their better corners, uh, they still don't have Jimmy Smith back, as far as I can tell. Um, but when it comes down to it, I, I just don't see, you know, like, I, I, if I'm if I'm the Browns, I watched the watching the game last week. The inability of Pittsburgh to throw the ball um, was just, you know, especially in the second half, uh, was just mind-boggling to me. I would, if I'm the Browns, I run the ball. I, I start the game out, and I'm playing, you know, because I think that they'll expect us to, to throw. I would just, I would be pounding the rock the whole first half. You know, I, I not that. I wouldn't throw the ball, but I would. I would make it. I would make make it one of those, you know, force of will kind of games. Like, you know, you, you if you want to beat us, you're going to have to stop the run. And then if they do, I mean, then what? I, I, then you put the ball in Baker's hands, you know. But I would force them to make that decision. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. Uh, I wouldn't subject Mayfield to uh, pressure, which they will put on him early and often uh and uh you know like you said eric Weddle having having a very savvy vet back there like him is uh is something that you know i don't think mayfield's seen yet he hasn't seen a a true free safety who's going to give him you know you know he's going to know when he's looking off a receiver or something like that i, I think this is this is a tough matchup for us defensively. You know, I think we're gonna, our offense might, you know, this is a game that they may struggle in. Um, but there's ways that we can get enough points on the board. The uh, defensively, I think that uh, this is a game that we can play well in. 
Um, you know, I, I think that Flacco, he tends to hold the ball and he throws the ball down the field. We're going to need guys to step up. But this is a game where you're going to need Larry. You're going to need uh, Agba. You're going to need Miles. They're going to have to put pressure on, on Flacco. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. Um, I will say that, uh, you know, the, the Ravens have had fumbling problems. Alex Collins actually got sat for half a game last week because he fumbled the ball. Um, we can, we can, that's something that we can take advantage of. We are a team that forces turnovers. Um, we need to be, we need to pick that up, you know, after, you know, we, after week three, we led the league. We still do, I believe, but we need to stay, you know, stay on that, force turnovers. Um, you know, tie guys up and strip the ball away. I think it's something that, you know, that, that we're capable of doing. Um, it's funny, I actually just, I'm looking at the injury report right now, and it looks like that uh, DeValve is completely off the injury report, and he could actually see some playing time this week. And uh, that'd be good because we actually need somebody out there that, that can catch the ball. Um, I will say that uh, one of the things that we, you know, we, we actually haven't really brought up, except for the quick you know, knock on, on Callaway, is, is the, uh, the drops. You know, I think that that's something that's going to have to remedy itself. Guys can't drop the ball like 10 times in a game, especially, you know, Jarvis. We need to see Jarvis not drop the ball two or three times. Callaway and Njoku, I don't know what's happening, but those two guys really got to step it up, um, really specifically Callaway, because he, he's dropped two or three really catchable balls that would be game changers. Um, and I think overall – you know the offense has enough firepower if those guys are catching the ball um, to, to 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 make this a game where you know we can go out and win. Uh, I know Baltimore's a good team. Probably if you look at the power rankings, one of those teams that's in the top seven or eight on most lists. But I think that we we can go in and beat them. You know, especially at home. I think it's something that we're capable of. Um, I will say that uh, one of the things that we talked about a little bit off air uh, when it comes to wide receivers that that you know, catching the ball is that we're bringing Rashard Matthews in for uh, a workout on Monday. Uh, you have any thoughts on that? Not really, uh, because I, I don't really know who he is, to be honest with you. I, I have seen that he was like the number two guys on the uh, Titans, mm-hmm. but uh, I don't really watch other teams unless, yeah. you know, they are about to play the Browns or... Somehow connected with us, I am uh, not really that into the NFL that way. But um, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just glad that they uh, even brought somebody in because I, I just hope that it lights a little fire under some guys because uh, you know we we can, I mean when I think of Callaway. The first image that pops into my mind is that perfect touch pass that he dropped, I think, against the Jets. Yeah, Baker. It was just absolutely, that was beautiful. absolutely yeah. perfect sure. throw and, and just went right through his hands. I mean, how, how do you drop that ball? Yeah. So. No, I, I'm 100% with you. That's, that's the one that stands out to me. And, and um, I think he's capable. He just needs to. Uh, I, I think Landry, Landry needs to get on his ass uh, to, you know, go to the jugs machine and just get your hundred in there every single day. And 
preferably with the harder balls, uh, you know, kind of like Landry said, to simulate the harder balls that are... Baker um, throws. So, and I hope uh, Njoku is doing the same. Yep. Uh, I, I mean, listen, that, everyone, everyone's guilty of it. Last week, I, I counted five guys that dropped balls. You know, Landry dropped balls, Njoku dropped balls, Duke dropped the ball, Higgins dropped the ball, and Callaway dropped the ball. So, I mean, I, you know, I think the only guy I, who I didn't just, drop I, a ball was, was Fells. Every single receiver drops balls. It's just... Uh, you you can't you can't have it become an issue is yeah. is, is is the problem and I it's, mean it's contagious <laughs> right but you know it's contagious one thing that one thing that uh, Landry is doing right and uh, and I think Randall is doing right I mean both are struggling through injuries and always on the injury report and um, playing through it yeah. Especially uh, Randall. I mean, Randall. Randall. I, I feel like I've seen him like get carted off the field like three or four times already this year, but he's always out there. You know, like uh, kudos to him for that. But I feel like he's he's another guy that, that looks like he's always hurt, but he he's still out there and he's making plays. I mean, I I would say he that was the single biggest you know defining thing for our defense that 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 was done in the last you know this this last year. Um, you know. I, I can't – I mean, I love Ward. Ward's been great. And, again, you know, I was the one that was completely wrong on him. But I liked Randall a lot in the draft. Uh, and seeing him uh, materialize on the field, he the guy is just a playmaker. He is – the ball – wherever the ball is is where he's at. So I'm always – you know, he's a guy that I want on the field at all times. So I've been happy with that, even with the injuries and, uh, you know, miss, missing most of camp and stuff like that. He's been really, really good. Um yeah, I mean he's he's the guy I'm most worried about of going down on defense. Yeah. yeah, losing him would be losing Randall would be uh would be crippling to the D because I think he's just again, he's a guy who makes a lot of plays. He's always he's got a nose for the ball. Um you know, I losing him would be tough. Uh let's just hope that that's never really an issue and and uh, the injuries keep him just maybe limited, but you know, we'll see. Um I will say that uh this week is the, the second annual uh, DBN tailgate, uh, and unfortunately, you or I will not be there. Um, most of our, our good buddies, especially the uh, our two buddies, the knuckleheads that do the 10 and 6, the absolute 10 and 6, as it's been rebranded, uh, Darth <laughs> and Big Town Brown are, are, are headed on that way now. Um, I'm hoping everybody has a good time. Uh, you know, uh, you know, Dave, Dave dog put it together. Well, I won't say put it together, but kind of put the, the whole situation together with the, the parking and, uh, and the tailgate over at the, the, the parking lot next to noble beast. Uh, it was a great time. And I'm, unfortunately, I'm, I'm, I'm really, really wish I could have been there this year. Um, I hope you guys have a great time. I hope the weather holds out, uh, and I'm really hoping for a Browns win for you guys. It would be it would be awesome. But uh, you know, guys, have everyone have a great time tomorrow. Um, I guess one of the things that I really wanted to, to to segue into before the you know before we get to predictions or whatever is uh, you know four games into the season, and I would like to talk about the the quarter of a year wrap up and kind of like the grades of where we are after um, after. You know, four games, and I don't want to do specific players. Maybe we could talk about a couple of them, but I guess overall, um, 
you know, well, I guess we should start with uh, probably the obvious one, and that's you, Jackson, and what your what your grade is on you after you know the first four games of the season. I I think that this is probably the best position that he can be in. Uh, he he is sort of a, a people person, and I think the head coach has to be able to manage people more so than he has to be able to uh, prepare for uh, the opponents, whatever. Uh, I know that's also part of the job, but it has a I mean, I'm one of the harshest, or was one of the harshest critiques or criticizers of uh, Q, but um, so far I think he's been doing kind of all right. Uh, this setup with Haley I think is beneficial for us, and he, I think he's been doing all right. The only thing I'm really, really, I should say two things that I'm really pissed about. One... Amos Jones is still employed. Two, he didn't go for it on fourth and inches, which was, I think, unacceptable. Cowardice. And other than those, I think he's been doing uh, good. Not yeah. great, but good. I would, I would give him a B. Oh, you go B. I, I was, uh, I was. Kind of in that range too, and I, I've been a pretty vocal U critic over the year, last year or so. Um, I remember leaving the game last year, uh, the Jet game for the tailgate, which is the same weekend as this, and uh, chanting "Fire U" as we, we all walked out of First Energy. Um, I will say that overall, I, maybe Hard Knocks had something to do with this, but I. I like you as a person. I do think he's a good guy. I think that the players play hard for him. I think that they really, you know, a couple years ago, you know, certainly Petten's teams would never have played as hard as they did against the Steelers to come back and tie that game up. Um, Same thing with the Jets game. You know, you go down 14, you know, maybe Mayfield gets a lot of credit for coming in there and winning, but the teams, the team has played hard for you, and, and they they played hard for you last year at times, or most of the time. They, they never really gave up, so I'm going to give them credit for that. Um, I am with you. Uh, I can't, you know, as much as I want to say fire Amos Jones, I, I can't blame him for not firing the guy after four games. I will say that it is his fault that he's here. Um, but I would say that the biggest right now for me, the biggest issue is, uh, or the biggest thing that I would say you is responsible for this year because uh, I can't you can't kill the guy for people dropping balls that's not his fault um, I know people want to blame him but th- those guys are pro- paid professionals they need to go out there and catch the ball you can't you know you, you can't blame him for uh, you know for stupid penalties what you could do you can blame him for not taking guys out for making stupid penalties but I would say that if I was going to be fair with you, I'd say he's about a C plus. I will agree with you that I am critical of his decision not to go for it on fourth down last week. Uh, that was a big, big no-no in my book. I think he had to do it there, had to say, this is, I don't want to put this, I want to win this game. I don't want to try and make the, you know, hold the Raiders from winning it. Um, I think that that was a big mistake. So I would say, I would say C plus. Um, I, what, I think what it's you, fair. I yeah. think it's fair. 
What are, what are your thoughts on the uh, on the, the defensive and offensive coordinators, our play callers, uh, Todd Haley and, and Greg Williams? Um, I have to say, before Hard Knocks, I, I, I really thought that he was an asshole. Was Haley. that right? Oh, Haley. Haley, okay. Haley. Um, just, just the vibe that, that I was getting through the media. But... Um, after I watched Hard Knocks, I realized that he is an asshole, but in a good way. So okay. <laughs> I'm 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 kind of I'm kind of happy that we have him. And um, um, some of the things that we did were ridiculous. I think the play uh, with Callaway, uh, like. What one yard away from their end zone? Yeah. Um, and, and we we that that was what first down or second down? Jet sweep. Yeah, we've we've run quite a few of those, especially last week. Now some of them, you know, they, I guess they do set up players down the road, but for the most part, we've been running that. I think it entirely I just, effectively. I just, I just I just don't think. I mean, it was first and goal or second and goal. I think it was on second down that he ran that. And you have, yeah, yeah. First down was when uh, Baker missed Landry. Yeah. And then this uh, horrible jet sweep, yeah. which I think should have just given it to to uh, Hyde. Yeah. And if he doesn't get in, give it to him again. And if yeah. he doesn't get in, give it to him again. Yeah. Just run it up the gut. That's to me. That's. That's goddamn football. Yeah, yeah. No, you're right. You 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 say to your uh, to your uh, lineman, I don't give a shit if we don't get in. Well, um, that's probably not what you would say. You you would kind of scream at them. We are going to try this every uh, down that we have until you fuckers punch that ball in. Yep. Yeah. You guys should be able to handle that Raider interior that's been I mean, playing it, like shit. I was going to say, for the most part, we did. We blocked really well, especially up front. Like, you know, the, the, the guards and the guards and, and, and uh, we, we, we did block them well enough. But, okay, I don't want to get off on a tangent because I know we're, we're trying to – we want to do some grades here. But so, so overall – anyway. Anyway, yeah. overall, I think he. I would also give Haley a B plus, but B, yeah, B was. I gave a, I gave you a B, right? Yeah. Okay, so then Haley gets a B plus okay. because of. I don't know. I I, I would have preferred just simply punch the goddamn ball in. Don't. Don't try anything fancy. I mean, I, I, it was great that it worked against the Jets, but that should not be the rule. That should be the exception. Just yeah. You have Hyde, who has created something out of nothing multiple times already. So, yeah, that's one. I don't know who whose call it is that Chubb is not getting uh, more carries, but whoever is responsible for that should kick himself yeah, in the nuts I mean, because that was that's that was an awful decision and that's been an awful decision. I mean 
I, I know that the guy won't average like 35 yards per carry, but um, he is a special player. It's yeah, I mean, obvious. Yeah, we were we we were both very high on him uh, draft night. I remember that. Uh, we were both yeah. very high on. We've both been very complimentary of him. Uh, all season, and it was awesome to see him break out this week uh, and get Rookie of the Week. Um, I'm with you. Uh, so I, I I like what Haley's done with the offense. Um, there's some things in there that I don't like. I, I'm really tired of the jet sweep. I don't want to see it anymore. Um, there's some trick plays. We ran a stupid reverse that made no sense. Uh, but for the most part, listen, we're putting some points on the board, you know, especially – Especially now that Baker's out there, I think he's, you know, we, we have a quarterback. We have some some weapons. We are using them. Uh, overall, I, I am happy with the way the offense is playing. Um, so, you know, I, I'm i with you. I would give uh, – I'm a little bit stricter of a grader than you are. I would give Haley a B. Um, I think there's room for improvement. I'd like – like you said, I'd like to see Chubb getting some more carries. I'd like to see Duke Johnson uh, get more touches. Um, I'd like to stay away from some of this – Trick nonsense. Uh, I'd like to see some more, you know, down the field throws, play action. Um, but I would like to see some more traditional running, and I'd like to see it with Chubb. Uh, you know, Hyde's had a good year, but I'd like to see Nick Chubb start to get some carries. And, and you know, even if it means that you know you, he's in there and he's not in there at all for pass protection, because we know that's probably the reason he's not getting the ball. Um, but put him out there and let him run. So what happened? I mean, how could it hurt? The guy, you get the ball in his hands and let him run. The guy can do it, man. He 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 is a good running back. Uh, he's a north to south runner. He's gonna make people miss, but he's gonna he's gonna he's gonna make them pay too. I mean, I, I'm I'm you know I'm all in on the guy. So uh, I'm I'm at a B for Haley. And if I was to to go ahead and say my thoughts on Greg Williams is another guy. I know you said that like you said that you thought Haley was an asshole before Hard Knocks. I I thought. Greg Williams was an asshole during Hard Knocks. Um, he's the one guy I didn't like, um, and I've never really liked him. Uh, but uh, considering what I saw from the defense last year and what I see from it this year, um, you know, this is more of a Greg Williams defense. They're opportunistic, uh, trying to force turnovers. The, I, these are the things that he's always preached, and or you know that uh, Greg Williams has always been a you know the, the the keynote of a Greg Williams defense has been pressure and and turnovers. And guess what? We're we're kind of doing both of them. So I think maybe maybe it was a player issue last year. Maybe it was a personnel issue. Um, this year he's doing a much better job. The defense, to me, I know people were critical of the 45 points against Oakland. I really don't put that on solely on the defense. Now they have to stop teams and maybe force field goal opportunities instead of uh, touchdowns. But, the, the, you know, the, the, the offense put them in a bad spot three or four times, special teams included. Uh, and uh, overall, I think Williams has done a good job. Um, we brought pressure in New Orleans. We kept them, you know, we kept them in check. Um, we kept Pittsburgh in check. Uh, and we kept the Jets in check. So overall, I think the defense has played pretty well. And uh, I'm going to give Williams a B plus. Well, we are not in agreement there because, and uh, um, I, I, he he has been preaching that you know he that you kind of do with your defense what your um, personnel allows you, but I don't feel that he's been doing that at at all, and he may think that he is creative with his blitzes. 
but to me he is anything but he is very transparent and I don't I won't give him a grade above C until his players start to learn how to tackle properly because that was probably the most infuriating aspect of the Raiders game uh, just flat out missing tackles left yeah. and right well, I can't I can't disagree with you there I'm not gonna that, that, that was that was frustrating as hell to watch especially uh, the linebackers and, and uh, the safety um, uh, I think it was uh, BBC who had that huge whiff and yeah. uh, that's just that's just unacceptable I mean uh what I liked about uh, Greg during Cardinox is I think it was one of the uh, maybe the first um, preseason game where during the half uh, time pause he took the defense to task and shouted their ass off. Yeah. And uh, if if he could speak. By Wednesday after that Raiders game, he wasn't doing his job properly because he should have shouted at those guys during those three days and get their asses on those tackle dummies and practice wrapping up properly and and whatever it takes, just get those guys to be able to do the basics right. Because until we can do that, uh, let's just not expect us from, not expect us to uh, stop any any offense that has playmakers that can make you miss tackles or okay. whatever. I think that I, I, I could I could think that that's fair. Uh, I won't disagree too much, but I, like I said, I I still think the defense has played well enough uh, that. You know, I, th- I think that's I think it's more on the uh, quality of players that we have brought in. Okay. But but okay. I, I I give I give him a C. Okay. All right. And so then let's move on to the guy who gets an F minus. I don't even think we need to talk about him. I mean, it's just their special teams are the worst historically through four weeks in the history of the NFL since they've started keeping stats. Uh, since like uh, PFF has started putting stuff out, I'm sure they are the worst rated. Unit in in the NFL uh, across all the major uh, al- analytical sites. Um, I don't think it's even close. Um, I, we, I think I read somewhere that we are twice as bad as the next worst, worst. team. Yeah, I think so. I mean, it's 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 ungodly. And I, I I mean, you know, it's four weeks in. Let's hope that they can get to the point where they're just if they can get into the the the, the top. Twenty-seven. I would be happy at this point. It's just so bad. Um, I don't know what to say. There really is nothing to say. But the, the special teams are a complete f at this point. Um, we don't get any. You know, we're constantly putting ourselves in bad field position. We don't return punts for anything. We don't return kickoffs. We take the ball out of the end zone and end up at the at nineteen all the time. I mean, it's just these are things that just have to stop happening. And we can't give up big kickoff returns. Combine that with five missed kicks in the first four weeks, in the first, I'm sorry, two weeks. Um, you know, things are things have to get better. You know, I will say uh, our punting has been very good. 
upon coverage, not so much, but Colquitt's actually had a pretty solid year. Um, the rest of the, the rest of the special teams, the kickers, every I can't say that I'm a fan, uh, and I would say that a lot of it has to do with coaching uh, and and what we're doing. Um, so I am with you. Amos Jones gets a big fat F from me. Right, uh, it's 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 depressing to even think about what they are doing. I'm yeah. I'm, I'm even less uh, expectant than you are because I I would be happy if we could just uh, reduce the difference between us and the next worst. Yeah, I mean we got a ways to go. We have a ways to go. Uh, there's no question about it. Um, so at, at you know four weeks into the season, who would be your uh, you know your defensive and offensive MVPs and your defensive and offensive uh, least valuable players? I would say on defense, the MVP is Randall. I think uh, as much as I love Miles and I love Miles, but um, the most valuable player that we have is Randall. Yep. I'm with you. It's crazy to say that, you know, I I think Miles is the number one against the run defensive end in the league right now, according to most metrics. And he's second in the league in sacks, and we would pick Randall as the defensive MVP. But if you just watch the games, you know how important he is. Uh, He's everywhere where he needs to be, and, you know, he just makes plays. I mean, we we have seen uh, what – even good pass rushers can do without uh, good pass coverage, and that's almost nothing yeah. uh, that we have seen last year. So uh, I would say last year taught me to appreciate the defensive backs yep, more. Absolutely. True. So Randall and on offense? Uh, on offense, I would say Baker Mayfield. Yeah, I mean, I, I you know, it's, it's it's been one and a half games, but it's it's Baker Mayfield. Yeah, I mean, we wouldn't have a win if it wasn't for him. Um, I'm with you. I think I think it's Mayfield, and you know, it, it's that's the role that he's going to have for a while. You know, he's going to be the most important player on this team for a long time. Um, he's been really good so far. You know, he's got some a little bit of downs last week, but for the most part, he's been really really good. And uh, I'm with you. Um, if you were to pick. A guy in offense and a guy in defense that have really let you down so far this year. Who would they be? On defense, it would be Collins. That's and I'm going to agree with 100%. That maybe because I don't have as much of an understanding and appreciation of the X's and O's, and I don't have the old 22 view. But from what I can see, he didn't. He hasn't. Lived up to his not 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 just his contract but his potential. Uh, it's I don't know. He he seems like a guy that has to be really into it to perform. I guess I don't know. I don't yeah. know what's going on, but uh, he does not contribute to the extent that I imagined him to do. Because yeah. last year when he was in, he was good. And I think he went down against the Raiders, not the Ravens, uh, after he had an interception, if I remember right. Uh, 
So anyway, it's Collins on defense, definitely I, for me. I would say I would say the other guy that's got to get an honorable mention for disappointing, even though he's playing significantly better than he did last year, has got to be Peppers. Um, I know people, you know, well, he's made plays, he made a couple of plays here and there, but he's still he still kind of looks lost out there at times, you know. And and last week against the Raiders, he played I think 40 snaps, and he didn't record any defensive stats. So he wasn't no no assisted tackles, no. I mean. You know, I just can't. You can't be on the field in in that position and not can you know not make a tackle in forty plays. You know, it just it just can't happen. You know, like so. I would say I would say you know I'm I'm with you with Collins, but I would say that Peppers is right there for me too. And if I was to pick a guy on offense, um, it's got to be David Njoku. I mean, he's just to me, he's been ineffective. His blocking isn't great, so he needs to be out there catching the ball. Um, he's got a couple of drops. And he really hasn't had, you know, like those, he's one of those guys that you can look at and say, all right, well, I can look past the drops if he makes a big play, you know, every other week. And he, you know, we're four weeks into the season and he really hasn't made a big play yet. You know, if you, if I were to tell you that we had a 40 yard touchdown from a tight end, would you think it was Najoku, DeValve, or, or Fells? You know, I mean, to me, it wouldn't, you know, Fells would be the last guy I would think would catch a 40 yard touchdown. You know, you know, now DeValve is, you know, I've been another guy I've been pretty critical of. I, I kind of feel like at some point, you know, you got to, you know, put your big boy pants on and get out there and play. But, but, you know, Najoku's got to catch the ball and he's got to get there and he's got to get, he's got to get open. Uh, Baker will find him. That's his, he loves that seam route. You know, that's something he's going to throw a ton. But you got to get open and you got to catch the ball. Otherwise, you're not going to get it thrown to you. Um, so for me, it would be Najoku. Do you have um, Do you have a guy in mind or? Well, I guess my guy would be kind of cheating uh, because I'm really disappointed in Josh Gordon. Oh. And and I, I've seen I've, I've been I, I visit the Browns subreddit daily. Yeah. Several times a day, and and they seem kind of happy for the guy, and and uh, I, I'm I'm bitter. No, I, I listen. He we, Tom, we, Tom we, Brady's we, 500 touchdown on Thursday night. You, you know, you know, uh, it's um, you you support someone, you stand by him. I mean, selfishly, but still, you are. With them for six years, and then uh, do you he know? I just that he pulled. I, I listen. The Browns owed him nothing at that point. You know, right. he owed them everything. And uh, you know, I, I I'm with you. I I completely. I think you should tell Josh Gordon how you feel exactly. In some you know, kind of, the, the, in another the, language. I think you. I think you owe that. I think you owe that to to the listeners of the long table. Much kurbanyadat, Josh. Ask. Passad meg a kurványádat. Right. Okay, that was. <laughs> I don't think you need to translate it. I think we all. My, my 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 girlfriend is behind me, and I, I think he, she's kind of surprised that I suddenly switched from English to Hungarian, swearing like a sailor. Anyway, um, so if we are talking about someone who is on the team, I would. I wouldn't say Njoku. To me, Callaway is more. Uh, even even though I I know Njoku is the uh, first round guy who we traded up for, right? We traded yeah, up no, for we him. traded up for him absolutely. Um, and 
Kelway is the kind of a project type of thing uh, who had issues and you pick him in, in the fifth round. But still, uh, to me, uh, his miscues have been more emotionally draining than Joku's. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I know you're gonna. I know exactly what you're thinking, that because, you know, the the first thing I think of Callaway is obviously the the big touchdown, the Hail Mary against the Saints, and then the drop where um, Baker put it basically through his hands on that uh, over the shoulder. That you know, those are the two plays that you know right now that that Browns fans are associating with Callaway, and and you know, fair enough. You know, I mean. Although, although, to be honest, I mean, the Baker overthrew him on on the touchdown, and sure. then uh, um, he did have know. that big play where he pulled. It looked like he hurt his hamstring, and he ran down and got tackled at the two. And I think Hyde scored from there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, but also with Njoku, it's it's not you know he's not you know doing nothing. It's just. Uh, well, I mean, he kind of is doing nothing. That's the whole point. Like he he's not out there to block. He's out there to catch the ball. Yeah, but I mean, he, I feel like he is, um, it's, it's, it's not an effort type of thing that I feel is the case with, sorry, Collins. It's just, it's just focus on offense. That's, that's, that's what, that's what both of these guys need. They, they need to learn to secure the ball first and think about anything else after. And um, the case with Njoku is, uh, and this was mentioned on the forums before, that uh, his uh, the problem is his jobs. It's not not just that he has the jobs, but he, they come at the worst times. Yeah, no, I agree. I mean, and, and, and and it feels that you know it feels sort of a, like emotional, almost. Like I gotta catch this, and then he doesn't because he, you know, you know what I mean. But when, when you want something really bad, and it doesn't and happen, then, no, and then you. you you screw up because it's kind of like with women, you know, when you seem desperate, that's it's Usually over. When, yeah, you never have a shot. Uh, it, are you, are you, you speaking you, from you, experience? Yeah, right. <laughs> you 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 can you can kind of want to force things too much. And I feel that's the case with Njoku, and I have confidence that he can get over it. That's why I I, I kind of picked Callaway, because I thought that his only problem was that he wasn't on a straight narrow. And he seems to be on a straight narrow, and now Just he's having the drops. Yeah. So that's, that's, that's kind of where I'm coming from. Okay. All right, that seems fair. I mean, I have no 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 issues with that. I could, I could, I could completely understand that. Um, so you have you have a prediction you want to throw out there for this week? Oh boy, uh, uh, twenty-eight seven to the Ravens. Yeah, twenty-eight seven. I was gonna go twenty-four seventeen Ravens as well. Um, I hate to say it, I just I still think they're a, a better team than us. But I think the one thing about this is I. I'm willing to say that we're in this game until the fourth quarter. Um, apparently, it seems like you think that we will not be. Uh, 
I uh, I think that this is a game that we're 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 just going to lose, you know, lose because we're going to make a mistake somewhere down the line, and, and we're playing a veteran team with a veteran quarterback and a, and a veteran coach. Uh, and I just think that they're they're a little bit better than us right now, but I think we're getting there. Um, well, and I, on, honestly, I mean, if if we have sort of a, an ace or aces up our sleeve, is we have two guys on offense that have seen them a million times, and uh, I, I kind of hope that uh, they can rely on that experience. I mean, uh, both of them were OCs. Yeah, in the AFC North, uh, I mean, from Hugh so far, nothing has come up of that. But I sort of hope that that was a player he, thing more than a, than anything else. Uh, no, I hope that Haley can kind of balance Hugh Jackson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. I I can understand that. Um, but, again, but I, the problem is, I think um, this this will be a learning experience for. Uh, Baker, which is good for us in the long run, but horrible for us right in now. this specific game. Yeah, that's that's where I'm coming from. Well, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. I know. Uh, I know Baker's going to be hyped. And I, I think right now, as we're recording, I know. I don't know what the score is, but it's uh, it's the uh, Texas Oklahoma game today. So I know that's a big deal for him. Uh, he actually put something up on uh, on Instagram this morning. Uh, so I know he's probably psyched for that. And, oh, and uh, he, he called out his ex-teammate that's on the Ravens. For, did he? Yeah, uh, after the Ravens game, he he, uh, he texted his ex-teammate, who I think is uh, a safety on the Ravens, and he told him that the Ravens were holding players all game long, which is true. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I didn't even see the games. I just know. I mean, the Ravens are dirty by nature. So, and fuck them. Uh, boy, boy, I, I don't feel good for Dart for having to look through our our um, podcast for curses to beep. Yeah, we, uh, we, I wouldn't we, beep anything anyway. We, we dropped a couple. Yeah, and, right. but, but I mean, honestly, I mean, what kind of people would let, what kind of parents would let children listen to us? I don't know. I, it's a good question. I mean, I I mean, it, to any of our listeners, if your ch- children are are in the car, in the car, or or in the vicinity, you are not doing parenting right. No, you're right. Absolutely. First off, you shouldn't raise them to be Browns fans. I, let them make I, that decision I, I think, on their own. I think you should do. I think you should do because being a Browns fan builds character. Oh, it does. But you should let them make that decision on their own. I'm not sure. They should. They should. They should embrace the darkness on their own. I, yeah. I, I'm full favor of that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that being said, I wouldn't have it any other way. Um, Fort, it's it's as a pleasure always uh, talking with you, buddy. Um, it was fun. And uh, let's go out and win one tomorrow. I mean, I'm not overly confident like I was last week, and we lost anyway. But um, you know, this is a game I think we could win, and I'm, I'm hoping we go out there and do it. Um, any, you got any closing remarks? Go Browns. Go Browns. Oh, wait. Uh, how do we, we end the right. show? Wait, wait. Uh, yes, yes. Uh, the uh, the battleship. Go ahead. I, I'm uh, in your capable hands, my friend. Uh, you missed BTB, and we are shooting at B5. 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 
Okay. Yes. And uh, we 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 await your response, T Dog. <laughs> Uh, to the guys at the game tomorrow, uh, DBN guys at the game tomorrow, have a wonderful time. Enjoy the tailgate. Be responsible. Have a few drinks. And uh, go Browns. Go Browns. Go Browns. Hello, I'm Spencer Hall from SB Nation. And I want to tell you about my new show, It Seems Smart. It Seems Smart is a show about people doing things that, for some reason or another, seem smart at the time. Those things might include doing a little cocaine and driving a bike up a mountain. Or, I don't know, maybe racing 100 miles per hour across the country in the middle of the night with no one's permission. Or even stealing a bat from an umpire's room in a Major League Baseball park. Check it out, and if you like it, tell a friend. I'm Spencer Hall. Don't do anything smart.